You are listening to the Sci Fidelity Podcast, episode 112. Sci fi, you should be watching. The Sci Fidelity Podcast contains adult language and themes and is intended for a mature audience. In this episode, we discuss unnecessary space sex and Thomas Jane's unfortunate hair. All right, well, before we get started, I just want to give some shit to uh, Brian because we're going to be talking about something today, and he has absolutely nothing to contribute because this dumbass has not seen a single episode of The Expanse yet. <laughs> you are a dumbass. Uh, it's the new Farscape all over again. Uh, why don't you just go fuck yourself? That's basically <laughs> what I wanted to get off of my chest. I don't this know if is, you guys this want to is reminding me of, of Firefly, which I didn't watch until like right before Serenity was released in theaters. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you just comfortable uh, being wrong all the time? Uh, oh God. Is that what this is? You're just you're okay in your inherent nerd wrong. Well, well, once I realized I was paying eighty bucks a month to watch Tron Legacy, and then they canceled Tron Legacy, I ditched my cable box. And discovered that my life didn't get any worse at all without cable TV. And so now that Sci-Fi Channel has got its shit together, like I've been bitching and moaning for years about, um, <laughs> I'm just not really feeling this huge draw to run out and get a cable box again, even though they're I, actually producing quality programming, from what I hear. It so would be nice. I, I, I'm getting all my television through uh, by going over to friends' houses and watching right. it with them. And right now we're we just we're just about done. We just finished watching all the Fast and the Furious movies. So the Expanse should fast, begin right. for me on Sunday. You're so. stupid. It's stupid. Before we before we go too far down this rabbit hole. Yeah. Welcome to the Sci Fidelity Podcast. <laughs> this is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. This is. It's it's because I said it and not Steve, so we threw off the whole order. I don't know. I am Steve, and this is the Sci-Fidelity Podcast, and we're glad you're here. We're talking about TV. We're talking about The Expanse, which means, of course, that Brian hasn't seen it yet, because it hasn't been republished on DVD or... Well, no, Something. Brian hasn't seen it because it's set in space, and we all know Brian hates uh, space opera. So yeah, <laughs> he hates anything too. with a spaceship. From what yeah. I understand, he's like, you know what? If yeah. it isn't on planet Earth, I don't give a fuck. So uh, I can understand mm. why he hasn't watched any of it. Well, when somebody <laughs> yeah. else is controlling the DVR, you got to watch what they want to show you. So. Okay, well, well, that speaks volumes, doesn't it? Let me, let me tell you where you fucked up. Uh, you let someone else control the DVR. <laughs> well, I didn't feel like paying for my own DVR. So. All right, well, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> they should have been a hostage state. You're like, you know what? When I'm here, we're watching this shit. No, I don't, I don't I, care. I, I suppose there's probably well, some other less expensive way I could have acquired the show if I'd really thought about it. Like? Take your ass to some place where it's available for watching. Yes, isn't it on sci-fi.com? They, 
They need uh they got sports bars. We need nerd bars. Yeah, oh, nerd bars. Holy I'm, I'm, shit, that'd be awesome. Bar. I'm not saying that they hey. don't exist. I'm hey, just get- saying that they probably exist in a form that resembles one of your dear friend's houses and a sofa. <laughs> actually, actually, fuck that. Do you guys want to open a nerd bar? <laughs> I, yeah, I would be down with that. That's fucking awesome. Oh, oh yeah, you see coming on. Hey, you, you say that, but do you want to work in a bar? No, no, no. Yeah. I don't want to work in the bar. Uh, I want to open uh, the bar. That's that's what you you hire people for that shit. <laughs> I want to be able to come into the bar and people are like, "Well, shit, that guy owns the bar. We need to, you know, suck up to him." And I'd be like, "Damn right you do." Or I'll fire yes. That's what I want. I don't want to say I want to do any work. I don't. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, I having hey, this whole new entitlement great, thing where shit just comes and falls in my lap because I'm I was here. <laughs> great name for a nerd bar, nacelles. I'm just saying. Oh <laughs> shit! It's all you don't coming it together. Is what yeah. I'm trying to you say. won't get right, your ass we, suit off. I feel we, uh, we in the force. <laughs> there has we, been an awakening. <laughs> That was uh, last episode. Are you <laughs> quoting Voldemort? I'm, I'm sorry, I meant Snoke. <laughs> what? No, Snoke has a nose. Uh, anyway. My best friend. Um, anyway, but anyway, that got way off topic. But, but it was fun, The Expanse. Right? Yeah, The Expanse. Mm. Um, so I guess only you and I, Michael, have, have seen it then, right? No, I've seen some. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, well, Steve's so, seen it. So, so yeah. Brian has it no really, excuse. Awesome. All right. It cool. really is just Brian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I haven't seen all of it though. So, how, how much have I you think seen? for the benefit of listeners that have are in the Brian camp or in my camp, I guess because what the hell? Mm-hmm. Can we get a like a a summary of what like this a, show like a quick is? Summary? The um, elevator pitch. Do you want to do this one, Patrick? Uh, sure. I can give you a really quick elevator pitch. So the ele- uh, yeah, give. All right, give it, give it. I'm giving. Mm. Uh, wow, I just made that about sex again. Uh, some yeah, my brain. That's anyway, what, that's it's kind of what we do. Yeah, I know, I know. I just you know sometimes it happens and you look at it and you're like, oh, that's unfortunate. The Expanse. Uh, anyway, so The Expanse is uh, it's set in the future. I believe it's uh, 2150 something. Uh, but you can. I thought it was the 23rd century. It, uh, doesn't matter. It's in, it's in the future. You know what? It's, it's in the future. It's in the future and it's, they don't have Star Trek level technology, right? So everything is still, you know, thrusters and, you know, G forces and no artificial gravity and all that cool shit. You know, artificial gravity is magnets in your boots that you turn on with a button in your toe. So, you know, cool. And it is about, um, there's Earth, there's Mars, and then there's, because we colonize Mars. And then there's the poor fucks that are working in the asteroid belt mining it, um, which apparently no one gives a shit about. And the expanse is about a, uh, a, a mining ship whose job is to grab chunks of ice in space and deliver it to the, the mining corporation. And they come across, you know, something strange, which is the beginning of, you know, a conspiracy and intrigue and, you know, New, 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 a new faction showing up and a whole bunch of interesting this is stuff the like longest that. Longest elevator ever. Sci fi <laughs> shenanigans. Sci fi okay. shenanigans. Sci fi shenanigans. I don't know if so, I want to. Like are, are we spoiling it or not? I mean, I don't. I, I, I would say let's not All for right. Brian. 
Well, okay. I've heard but, the uh, first two episodes are shit, and then it gets good. So that's I, not we could consider the first two episodes free game, maybe. Uh, <laughs> no, that's I, I don't agree with that statement at all. I, I think uh, the all first right. two episodes are fine. I, I, okay. I thought that the first episode. I, I I think I thought the first two episodes were a little slow. No, the first episode was slow, but then it picked up by the end of the first episode. Okay, all right. They're definitely slower. I will say that the first two episodes are slower, but I don't know. That would be like calling the first season of Babylon 5 shit. I know some people do, because uh, it is definitely a lot I know slower. A lot of people, but... It definitely has an aroma about it. <laughs> well, so, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, he's okay. not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, I like build-up, so for me, be you have to remember, Blade Runner is my favorite movie, so slow is not a problem for me. Well, my problem with uh, the first season of B5 is not the pacing, it's the acting, <laughs> it's the acting. Okay, no. well, f- I, I'll say the first two episodes of, uh, uh, what are we talking about? The Expanse. <laughs> the, Expanse. <laughs> the Expanse doesn't have the acting problem. Well, uh, it no. is definitely slower, I'll no. give you that, it is slow. It doesn't have the acting My My issue with the first episode is... Like, there's no real, and, and I'm not saying this is bad, but there is no, you know, these are who the factions are, and this is how we came to be. They just plop you down in this existing society, and I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. The problem that I had was that most of that first episode is about the belters, the people that work in the belt, and it's kind of the same old... Oh, you know, we are blue collar workers and, you know, people don't care about us and they're uh, exploiting us and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? I just don't I just don't care. I just don't care about your, you know, you find yourself a- asking, why don't I just turn on the news? Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. I'm, well, like, I'm here for space opera. So <laughs> let's do let's get out into space. Let me find something that I can't see on a day to day news show. And so it just didn't interest me. That's just me. I, I'll say this on that front. I've actually been thinking about this a lot because you see a lot of shows nowadays that are talking about that or movies. Yep. And even the nerd shows, like like the nerd shows or the nerd movies, are starting to talk about that. And I think it is, to use a big word, it's just the zeitgeist. It's what writers nowadays want to write about because it is in the news. So it's what's on their mind. So inevitably, it becomes what they write. Yeah, so no. I think it's just what it is. I mean, I hear you, and there are times when I'm watching sci-fi and I'm thinking, you know, I'm watching this for escapism, not to be reminded of the shit that I'm trying to not think about right now. Uh, so I get it, but there's a part of me that's like, I get why it no, shows no, up. No, 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 I, I get why. And I, you know, uh-huh. I'll take a short little detour, but it's a sci-fi show, so it's, it's, uh, it's fine. Same thing with Stargate Universe. The first eight episodes was about human drama and i don't i'm not watching that show i didn't tune into that show to see human drama i tuned into that show to see stargate drama right so until you give me that i'm gonna be bored and the same thing with this i didn't tune into this to see you know human drama i'm here to see you know something that i can't you know to escape to so you Mm -hmm. know whatever to each their own uh it's kind of how i feel about the first season of arrow but that's neither here nor there um, don't watch that show so for a whole season it. on Arrow. I, I'm only in about halfway through the first season of Arrow, and that's kind of that's kind of basically my complaint. This you're is not what I signed it, up huh? for. Yeah, uh, I said, said you're running out of gas on it. Little bit, little bit. The last episode I watched, I spent the whole time going, this makes absolutely no sense. This woman is taking drugs and. uh 
the older brother who happens to be the hero of the show decides he's going to hunt down the drug dealer. Uh, but he's a public figure. He goes hunting down the, the drug dealer as himself. And his little sister is very publicly on trial. Why wouldn't the drug dealer go, Hey, I'm not going to meet with you. I see what this is. <laughs> it feels kind of stupid. I've seen this movie before. Does this end it well seems for me? stupid that the drug dealer, who is the only drug dealer that sells Vertigo, and his name is The Count. Yes, I get your Count Vertigo reference. Fuck you. Uh... <laughs> To bring us back to the expanse, uh, they they stay well. So I'll say this: so as the thing goes on, you still have the Belters, and you still have their problems, but they get, in my opinion, more interesting because it isn't the day to day. Gee, I just feel that my life sucks, but you know, other things happen and and whatever. But the only thing that sticks around that is horrific is Thomas Jane's hair, and if you ever see a picture of it. I don't even. It's 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 I'm, fucked up. I'm I don't even know. Sure, I'm pretty sure it'll make its way into the visual companion. Yeah, it should. It's pretty fucking awful. Yeah, it's just like I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, don't take that hat off. Don't take you motherfucker. All right, you just keep looking left, and that tells you how bad the hair is because it it's only a problem if he's looking at you on his right side. If he's looking at you from his left side. Oh shit! Um, it's ridiculous. I'm sure the first time I saw Thomas Jane without his hat on, my first thought was, "Oh, that's unfortunate." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's uh, fair to say, for the benefit of the people like Brian that have not seen the show, it's a it's a dark and I would say somewhat bleak world, like we saw in. A new BSG where there's technology, but there is plenty of dark and unsophisticated technology around as well. Sometimes the solution is beat it with something heavy. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, go ahead, Brian. Uh, On the darkness scale, you know, where you've got, you know, Star Trek, the, I don't know, the next generation at one end and say new BSG at the other. It's definitely closer to new BSG. Would you say it's darker than Defiance? Mm-hmm. I didn't watch Defiance. So somebody no. else is going to have to answer. It's in that ballpark. I would say it's probably I didn't know close. Was dark. It ha- well, it has its Ooh, dark yeah. moments, but I would say True. Defiance is not as dark as New BSG, but it's no. definitely darker than any Star Trek that was ever made. Well, like, look, <laughs> no, I, I will say this: I, I, I will say that uh, the Expanse is actually fairly dark. Uh, I don't think it's as dark as New BSG, but it's fairly dark. Okay, actually, like, there's you know some what? shit that goes down where I'm like, that was dark as fuck. Actually, <laughs> you know actually, what it reminds me of is the <laughs> Matrix movies in in terms of tone mm-hmm. like when you see see the people in zion and all that yeah kind of reminds me I, of that. actually that's a pretty good comparison it's well, it's one of those things where they don't show you a lot of the dark shit but they'll you know under the surface there's some fairly dark shit going on and occasionally they'll show it to you like occasionally you'll mm-hmm. see some shit where you're like all right well that was actually pretty fucking dark right. well okay <laughs> let, let's put it I'll, I'll put it like this so in new bsg that was that show was pretty bleak all the fucking time like every now and again 
something would happen that would make them a little bit above meh, right? But uh, mm-hmm. they're pretty much hating life the whole time. TNG, they're pretty much loving life the whole time until, you know, they hit a quantum filament and they're all going to die. Uh, defiance, it's kind of, all right, sometimes it's kind of low, sometimes, sometimes it's high, but I think on average they were happier than not. They had, you know, <laughs> come to grips with their situation. And I think the expanse is, is, is like that. Most people have, it's a little bit less than that. They're pretty much on average just okay. They're not happy. They're not sad. They're just, this is life and I'm just going through the motions and, and that's right. how it goes. You know, you know, a really good comparison I would make, cause you make a very good point, but I think a really good comparison I would make is it's a less comedic Firefly. Yes. All I right. feel like yes. it is well, kind of the same level of darkness, but they're not going for the humor like okay. Firefly did. That is, Whereas, that's a cause, very cause, big, that's a very big point to make. The humor hmm. is not there. The, no, it's you're not, not going to laugh. No, and that, and that's part of the reason why I think it's dark. Like they don't really go for laughs on uh the expanse. Uh but at the same time, the reason that I compare it to Firefly is in Firefly there is a society. It's not all doom and gloom, but the characters you're following kind of live on the fringe of that. True. And so you're focusing on the darker aspects of this society. So as a whole, the society, the, the world isn't dark, but what you tend to focus on is the darker aspect of it. All right. Okay. Well, I, good. I, I like those answers because new BSG was definitely the upper limit of dark for me. And I only stuck yeah. it out with the show because I'd heard enough interviews with the writer to know that it wasn't going to end too tragically. So <laughs> I, I, I managed to guess uh, the tone of the ending that he was working for from his various comments and interviews and said, okay, I won't slip my wrist at the end of this show. Okay. <laughs> Unlike some this people from is, uh, Unlike D, everybody, they're not all going to slit yes. their wrist at the end. Some of them will, but not everybody is going to slit their wrist in the final episode. <laughs> well, you know, Steve, it is TVMA because they made a big deal of showing the zero G sex scene, which uh, in all the promos, yeah. and I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even understand what the value of this is. Like this, this not does only nothing. that, but. It was literally, I think, the only sex scene they've had on the yes. show ever. Yes. <laughs> I was like, why? I, I, I that was so they could have something for the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, think I honestly like, think that was the only purpose for it. Because yeah. in the episode, it stands out as being completely unnecessary. And I'm, I'm not a prude. I'm fine with it. But you do notice after a while, there really was no purpose yeah. to that scene. Other than to show that these two characters are fucking. That's the <laughs> reason for and, that scene. And look, look, I, I, I'm not a prude on Game of Thrones. They're naked all the time. And I'm fine with that. Why? Because you see the twig and the berries and the bush. And it's like, all right, well, fine. That's whatever. This is, they're having sex in zero G conveniently wrapped up in a sheet, which is wrapped around <laughs> them like the fucking mummy. I'm like, who the hell fucks with a sheet wrapped around them like so, that? So what yeah. you're saying is, if you're gonna do it, fucking do yeah. it. Don't be a pussy. If you're gonna do it, then do it. If you can't do it, then just work around it. Be like, alright, well, they'll, he's, yeah, they're walking out and he's wiping yeah, it, his it's lips. It's zero G. This is not hard. You just have the sheet floating in midair at a very strategic no, place. No, that shit, hey, that shit was hey, tight. If they were, that wasn't gonna fall off. <laughs> and give if them there's like anything a, I learned from watching TV, 
everyone had sex in their pajamas or their yes. clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Women the sleep in their been mechanically necessary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mechanically necessary to keep them bouncing off the bulkhead every time. But whatever. Ah. Uh, but that, and that's also in that first episode. So that's kind of like, it's all this stuff that's like, this isn't really what the show is going to, I'm looking for for the show. But then, okay, whatever. So um, I'll say out. this. It, it I'll, pans I'll, out. I, I will, I will say this. I feel like given the direction that the show has gone in, I actually like that they started with, uh, you know, things that you see in everyday news. Cause I feel like what they ended up doing was they created a world while set in the future seems very familiar, which was good because it then started heading in some very weird fucking directions. Yes. And I'm glad that it started in a very grounded oh. starting point. Well, so there are, there are also people with roles you're familiar with, mm-hmm. police officers and detectives and things like that. That asshole at your job. So you would describe this is definitely it's got some high concept sci-fi in it. It yes. was like oh, new yeah. BSG tended to be completely character driven with very and even gunfights and space battles, but. It, there wasn't a lot of like weird phenomenon of the week. Uh, kind I will of say things. this is definitely more character driven than say Star Trek. Yes, but it is not afraid of a uh, wild sci-fi content. Okay, cool. I well, I like that. I it's I also well, one or BSG. two yeah. harder sci-fi. I think it is. It is. Yeah. Like like um, they the Belters have for generations lived in the asteroid belt. And it's changed their anatomy. Mm-hmm. So much so that oh, yeah. gravity is a problem for them. And all of the people on Earth know it. And they use that to their advantage. Specifically, I actually thought one that was a fairly very cool dramatic scene. scene. Yeah, that was that, interesting. Uh, I thought that was a very cool scene. I thought that was a very cool way to use that. And yes, we are actively avoiding it because we like you, Brian. But seriously, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I will pop that cherry on Sunday. So, Patrick, uh, I think you and I were the only two people that saw it, so we don't need to discuss it for long. But I, I wanted to I wanted to mention Childhood's End because I felt like it was another example of the Sci-Fi Channel actually showing good sci-fi again, and um, it was a very well done miniseries. I actually fairly enjoyed it. Um, and it was interesting to see that guy from um, the actor from Game of Thrones, Game of Tywin Lannister, Tywin Lannister, uh, basically as the devil, yeah. as the space devil. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so childhood's I, I have end. actually read the book for Childhood's End, so you know I'm not too spoiler sensitive on this one for whatever that's worth. Well, yeah, it, I mean that's a miniseries that that's done, but uh, yeah, it's it's over. So the uh, ch- you know Childhood's End. So I, I, I haven't read the book, but I did read the Wikipedia page. So it's almost like the same thing, right? <laughs> um, I, I didn't even do that. I was like, I'm just going to enjoy the show. Well, <laughs> I got the Cliff's notes. Yeah. Well, the reason I did it was because like, okay, it's, it's a three part miniseries. So parts one and two, interesting. Part three, it concludes. And I was like, oh, that seems, that seems strange that, you know, and they, abrupt. They, well, Fuck it. We're spoiling that. We didn't do the expanse. We're going to spoil the, uh, the childhood's end. So the, um, and Brian's already read it. So who cares? So the, uh, uh, <laughs> I feel like we're sending a very fucked up message to, 
to Steve. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, when is Steve gonna see it? What are you, are you gonna go? Are you gonna go find it, Steve? Because if you're gonna go find it, I, I won't. I won't mention it. Listen, you know I'm gonna go find it. If it's good enough to make it onto the show. I'm going to go find it. I did hear about oh, wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Like I can get yesterday. you to watch anything by just bringing it up on the show? <laughs> oh, this is awesome. I don't think, I don't hey, think no, it no, works I just like want to continue the not spoiling because at some point I feel like we're going to talk about Doctor Who and like a jackass, I'm very far behind. So I'd like to continue the not spoiling. <laughs> oh, fine. Fine, fine. Okay, well, whatever. So in the second... So we see where your concern actually lies, Brian, or Michael. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, serving like, ass. Like most people, it it, rely, it lies in myself. Yeah. <laughs> Looking out for number one. Um, well, okay, so they introduce a concept in the second episode. Um, and it seems like, okay, well, this would be, this would take us somewhere. And it doesn't take us where I thought it would take us. And I was like, huh, I wonder if that was a creative decision on sci-fi's part. But then I, I, you know, I read the Wikipedia page and I was like, oh, no, that's pretty much what they did in the book. So, OK, good for adapting it well. But um, but yeah, it's a, it's a it's an interesting concept uh, type type miniseries, which is what I, I, which would... I think they do well, um, or at least they have done well in the past. I will say this. It's it's the same thing I used to say about Avatar. Uh, I can't say that it'll be the best sci-fi miniseries you've ever seen, but I think it's good enough that if anyone has a particular interest in sci-fi, they should probably watch it. Yes. yes. Um, it's it's just one of the. I feel like it's just one of those seminal. No, stop it. Uh, things that oh, if you're in the sci-fi, skeet, you skeet. should see it. All <laughs> oh, skeet 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 skeet. Stop licking anyway. your lips. That's the problem. <laughs> you get it all in there uh, on the first shot. Anyway, as, as I brought it up already, <laughs> um, I, there were some interesting things that came up with Brian's favorite show. <sighs> Which I see the smile what, on his what, face. What show is that? I, I, Brian it. has a favorite show. Mm. Nah, I, I believe it's. Um, I can't come up with Sesame a good show Street? that Brian would hate. It's Firefly. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I meant to say Farscape. It's Farscape. Mm. Oh wait, that's me. To um, catch a predator, right? That's his favorite show. <laughs> yeah. All right, that was a better joke. I'll give you that. I'll own up to that. Your joke was way better than mine. <laughs> really? It's not thirty something. Um, Cops reloaded. Uh, Moonlighting. <laughs> Moonlighting hey, I've actually good. wanted to actually try an episode think, of Moonlighting just to see say, what that's I all about. Think Brian would actually like Moonlighting. <laughs> it's got Bruce Willis, right? It's yeah, yeah. Be good. So, and his arch nemesis. Like his actual arch Oh, yeah. <laughs> they fucking hated each other. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Can Doctor we, Who. Uh, this, do you want to? Does Alf count as sci-fi? <laughs> yes. I, yes. I think it does. It's yeah. about an alien living on Earth. It, it's the definition of sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that depends. Do you consider Star Doesn't have spaceships in it. Because if so, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know I do. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I mentioned it. I know you do. Anyway, Brian, before this goes off the rails further, you should talk about some Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I, I like this new season um, uh, that they had. I The Christmas special, 
I think might be my favorite River Song episode. I'm not a huge Ooh. fan of hers, so take that in context. But oh, okay. um, I mean, River Song's okay, but I just feel she's overused, and so I was kind of dreading the Christmas one, special. And it was actually pretty good. I liked it. I liked it. Does a lot. one of your friends know that? Because I think, as I know that friend, he would be fairly upset if he knew you had. Those uh, he he is aware of my opinion that I am. Uh, we we have a mutual friend who positively hates her, but uh, I I'm just kind of a little like okay, I, I've kind of. Is that their... mutual friend his wife? No. <laughs> Because I would understand. No, no, our mutual friend stopped watching the show because of her. Oh, okay. That was some pretty serious hatred. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. that is that guy was uh, hatred. That guy had a Doctor Who collection that rivaled my own. So. Um, that wow. is a special then, kind of hate. That's I a special say, kind of hate. That borders on haterade. Yeah. I mean, uh, so. That'll but, make um, you switch sides yeah. on the force. Yes. Switch uh, sides on the force. He let the hate flow through him is what he did. <laughs> he wanted um, that unlimited power. Yeah. The, so, uh, the last couple episodes of the season before the Christmas special were pushing all my favorite buttons. So by default, I was going to love it, even if it was terrible. Um, so I'm not sure if I can objectively analyze whether or not they were good episodes or not. I liked them. I had fun. I watched them multiple times, which is more than I can say for a lot of new who at this point. So, um, yeah. And the season overall, I thought was really solid. Um, I didn't like, I liked the last season a little better. Uh, the last season had a psych, a theme of psychology and a theme about dealing with the, your inner demons that I really enjoyed running through a little thread, kind of running through almost every episode last season, this season, didn't have that, and it was more just general adventures in space and time. But they were well-written, well-done adventures in space and time, so it was certainly not bad. I, I, I like it better than a lot of the Matt Smith stuff. I'll definitely say that the last season was a, a pretty good season. It was probably my favorite season of Doctor Who to date of yeah. the series that I've watched, so... I wouldn't. Uh, I think that is why I went... When I've been watching this season, I'm only four episodes in. And that season ended a long time ago. Um, but, but this I feel is a like BBC thing. A, You're four in out of what? Six? I think it's, no, I think 12, it's 13. 13. Yeah, sorry. 13. It's 13 if you count the Christmas episode. Yeah. Yes. So I, I feel like I, I, I do think there's a part of me that's kind of holding this season to the last season standard. And I think that's why I'm not enjoying it as much. Yeah. So. I, I'll agree that last season, the first Capaldi season, is as far as number of good episodes, ratio of good episodes to duds, might be one of the best seasons in the show's history, in my opinion. That was a great uh, fucking season. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, well, that kind of heritage, it's, uh, that's quite a statement. Yes, I, I was. I actually sat there and worked it out, trying to figure out which show, uh, which other area of Doctor Who had a run of that many good episodes in a row without a stinker in there somewhere. What's the um, next episodes or stories? Stories. Sorry, yes, stories. Good point. But uh, yeah, and I went through the whole fifty-year run of the show, at least all the TV episodes, and there were only one or two places where they had a run that, in my opinion, was equal to the run uh, to the run in the last two thirds of uh of uh of the first Capaldi season. So, so you next need to closest. tell me what those seasons are so I can watch those episodes. <laughs> 
I'm not even remotely fucking joking. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I mean, I, I'm dead fucking they, I mean, serious. They're, 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 they're all in the the classic Who era. I'm just warning you. I get you. it. I'm trying. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm trying to give classic Who. Okay. Benefit of the doubt that they have good episodes. Because right. as well, far I, as I know, I've only seen the fairly crappy episodes. So I'm saying, the person who was a fan of it, you tell me what are the good episodes, and I will watch those. Okay. I will. I will. I can do. I can make that happen. I can make that happen. So <laughs> please do. I, okay. I'm really shocked that it's not top of mind for you. So, um. What what is in top of mind? Where the, the episode oh, is off the top of your head. Oh, what well, I the, made the uh, list back about the time that the finale for the last season happened, and I, I that was like a year ago now. So it's like, oh, what was it exactly? So okay. um, it's been I, over a year. Um, but this so new did season you wanna... was definitely good. If you loved the last season, you'll probably at least like this season. So. Did you have any comments on uh, the Moffat departure? Um, I'm okay with Moffat leaving. I, I was okay with him sticking. I, I was okay with him sticking around. I am not a Moffat hater. I, I especially, I, I, towards the end of Matt Smith, I was kind of thinking it might be time for him to move on. And then they brought out Capaldi and I was like, okay, that was fucking amazing. You, you've earned yourself a few more years here. Go for it. Yeah. And, uh, now he's like, oh, I'm wrapping things up. I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. No, my problem is Chris. Chibnall, I guess that's how you say his last name. Yeah, Chibnall. Uh, yes. I have been found every single one of his episodes to be completely yawn-inducing, bland, paint-by-numbers Doctor Who, and the idea of him becoming the showrunner when he can't tell the difference between a boring script and an interesting one uh, terrifies me. Welcome um, to the future of Doctor Who. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, obviously, I hope I'm wrong because I'm going to be watching them no matter how bad they get. So I just prefer to be wrong and have and have it turn out that Chip Noll hires great writers and writes amazing stories of Doctor Who and that I'm completely have to eat crow on this one. But uh, I was not impressed. Oh, he was also responsible for most of the crap parts of season one and two of Torchwood, which was some of the worst television I've seen in a long time. Um, so there's just... Was he the showrunner? Uh, for Torchwood, no, but he wrote okay. a, a, like well eight ep- eight or nine episodes in those first two seasons. So the point that I wanted to make was, I don't believe that Stephen Moffat's episodes when he was just the writer was actually a, a good indicator of how he did as a showrunner because I actually expected much greater things from him. Because the episodes that he wrote when Russell, was it Russell T. Davies? Davies. Russell T. Davies was the showrunner. The episodes that he wrote were fucking amazing. And then when he came on as the showrunner, I found that I was actually not as impressed as I thought I was going to be. So who knows? It could be that you're not impressed with the episodes that he's written, but it turns out that he's a fucking amazing showrunner as long as he's just, you know, Steering other writers. I think they decided to try to go the other way, which is get somebody who writes shit episodes to be a good showrunner. Because I definitely say that I think Stephen Moffat works better as, as a writer. Uh, an I, I, I would agree that he was better with Russell T. Davies fix, uh, uh, polishing his scripts than he was without. 
Um, yeah. I that was that was that was my view. Not that he didn't do good episodes when he was a showrunner. He did. He yeah. did have some really good episodes that he wrote, even when he was a showrunner. But I think he did a better job when he had someone basically going over his work. Yes. Um, <laughs> I just worry that j- t- uh, having um him being. A- it's one thing to have a great writer who produces lesser work. It seems a little less likely that a, a mediocre writer is going to produce great work, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, All right. uh, but, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, blast. Oh, lots of people keep telling me that, uh, Chibnall's broad church is amazing and I haven't seen broad church. I don't know anything really about it, but maybe he's learned something since his Doctor Who days. And uh, I'll also say dinosaurs on a spaceship, as long as you turned your brain off, was actually pretty fun. And that was one of his. So I'll just say that I've only seen the American Bread Church and I actually found it kind of boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'll say on that one. Well, I want to thank you for downloading listening and subscribing to the Sci Fidelity podcast. Once again, I don't have a segue worth a damn. You may remember <laughs> from the last episode where I just I fell right off a cliff right into our little lead out. My voice is all chewed up, so I'm just going to make this quick. We have a website. It's scifishow.net. We're on all the social things. You can subscribe to us on all the things. A like, a share, a review, all good for us. And if you would, take a look at the Extra Life page. If you shop at Amazon, it doesn't cost you any more, and it helps us out a lot. Until next time, I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. Gotta get off my duff and watch some Expanse. Goddamn right you do. (laughs) Make it so, Brian. (laughs) 